Uh, greetings and welcome to the weekly educational rounds here at Seclair. And uh, before we begin, I'm going to ask everyone in the audience to adjust their clocks, their mind, body, and spirit to Buddhist standard time, which is the present moment. Uh, my name is Jim Ellermeyer, and I'm a behavioral health therapist here at Seclair. And today I'm joined by, by my colleagues. Hi, I'm Lauren Arts, and I'm a physician assistant student from St. Francis University. And? And my name's Sasha. I'm a physician assistant that's working here at Seclair. Well, uh, and quite often, as we say, all days are good. Uh, some days are better than others. And I have a hunch that today is going to be one of those days which are better than others. And today we're joined by Dr. Dr. Nancy through uh, the magic of uh, media, which I don't understand a little bit and I'm not even going to try to. So, uh, Dr. Nancy, uh, welcome and, uh, and welcome to Seclair. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background? Well, I'm a media and health psychologist, so my work is about bringing media and health together. And for many years, I've done that through radio and television and uh, publications, print publications, uh, here and around the world. And so my joy and my, my passion, my purpose, is to bring psychology and media together and help people to understand, really, just exactly how media helps us, how it it hurts us, how it affects us, and how we really have no way of not being a part of the media in our health, in our life. So we might as well find out some good guidelines for really how to use it carefully. Well, that that sounds great. And here at Seclair, uh, what we are is we're an integrative, holistic uh, psychiatric facility, dealing with a person in the sum total of their life. Uh, we do not like to label people as anxiety, depression, borderline, bipolar, whatever, but rather look at that pure burning inner spirit that's in an individual uh, and, and deal with and offer enhancements to every aspect of their life. And uh, speaking of uh, the media, Dr. Nancy, uh, quite often I'll, I deal with individuals who believe they are connected with the world through so much social media. However, I find that they have disconnected with themselves. And we work on often starting a relationship with yourself. Could you, t could you address that? Yes, I, I can, Jim. And the fact is that we are, so, I mean, here we are on Skype, on, on having a podcast on Google+. This is media. This is good. It's good. The fact that we're here together, conversation. We can get online. We can research any topic that we want to. We can watch TV. We can get the weather. Media is our friend if we know how to use it and if we use it in a positive and constructive way. Now what you're talking about are people who have a better relationship with the media than they have with real people, correct? Yes. Okay. What we know about that is that people who tend to have only uh, online friends and no, not real friends, there's actually a TV show about this that just came out, that just started last week, called Selfie. It's about a woman who had a tremendous number of friends uh, on uh, Facebook, but no friends in real life. And it shows how she moves from where she is to where she needs to be. Because social connection is the top way that people find happiness. Out of, I wrote a book called The Top 10 Tips for Lasting Happiness and the number one tip was social connection and so real social connection. So when people find that their friends are mostly um, technical friends as opposed to flesh and blood friends, those people often have a friend toward being introverts, 
toward being very shy or having anxiety disorders. The average person, and the Dalai Lama said it quite well, he said that it's not the internet, it's the user that term. And what we know from research in, and from uh, the research particularly on internet addiction is that if you tend to be anxious, if you tend to be shy, and if you find that it's much safer uh, to, to very carefully craft your response to a friend rather than to be in face-to-face -face interaction, if you've had a history of anxiety disorder, or simply if you're more of an introvert than an extrovert, you are at risk in some ways for developing more high-tech friends than real friends. Well, sure, and that's uh, we, we find that uh, quite often here. Uh, so, how can you tell? How can you tell a patient, or how can you tell when that line is boring with with a person that you see, Doctor Nancy? So, when a person uh, is whether a person is having more uh, real life versus technical life, okay. Well, there are many ways. Uh, we look at how much time they spend on the net. We look at whether they are able. Turn off, able to turn uh, the TV off, able to turn off uh, all of their technical devices, whether they simply like to watch media and use media, whether they simply prefer to watch media, or whether they can't help themselves, whether they're at dinner, on the phone, uh, got the Kindle out, all of the technology that we use, can you put it down at will? Can you get to your son's soccer game? Or do you have to stay home uh, and watch the, the NFL football game? It depends on enjoy media, whether you prefer it, which is a little bit stronger, or whether you're addicted to it and can't get away from it. So those are the three levels that we look at. Uh, enjoyment, preference, and addiction. Uh, quite often, Dr. Nancy, <clears throat> the vast majority of the patients here at Seclair are dealing with disturbed sleep patterns. And many of the disturbed sleep patterns are caused by the bombardment of constant images and constant sound and constant action. Um, and, and I understand the, the connection between light and darkness and how we're confusing our brains in the evening, uh, sitting in front of sometimes what I call nonsense devices, such as smartphones and televisions and computer screens. Uh, you, uh, you, the screen froze a little bit there, but I think I got your question, Jim. Uh, so as far as how actually media affects our health, your first question really there was about how it affects our sleep. And what we know about sleep and light is that not only do the eyes take in light, but the skin, all of the receptors in the skin take in light. So if you're uh, trying to fall asleep watching TV and all of that light is entering the body, uh, you're less likely to be able to fall asleep for sure. Even if you're in a room where there's a, uh, a DVR and there's a flashing light on a DVR, all of those things affect you. All, all kinds of light affects sleep. So just turning devices off, which we don't usually do. Uh, even computers and DVRs, they run all night long, and so they definitely have an impact on sleep. One of the, one of the core modalities that we deal here with uh, Dr. Nancy is dialectical behavioral therapy, and at the core of that is mindfulness where we ask people to be current and present and aware of their current experience. Uh, sometimes I'll often ask people whether they believe that time travel has been invented. And I'll ask and then I'll suggest to them that they have frequent flyer miles built up from traveling between the past and the future with often only a brief layover in the present. Uh, 
that. So I'm going to ask you, how, how do you find that in, in all this media? Well, I found it to be so true that I just released a book about it. And the book is called Get Real, R-E-E-L, Produce Your Own Life. And it's a book about living consciously. And, and you know, I, I use the word mind, you use the word mindfully, I use the word consciously. And conscious living is being here now. And sometimes we're here now, working with our media together. This is what we're doing right now. We're here now. This is a positive thing. We're having a Google Plus uh, podcast. But if you are, uh, it, and it depends very much on how you use it. So we can view uh, TV consciously. We can view the internet consciously, which means really tuning in to the messages that are hitting you from the screen. And the book Get Real is really all about breaking it down for you so that when you are involved with media, you're not taking in messages that are not good for you. There are so many media messages that are good for you, but they're not all good for us, especially uh, too much violence, uh, which is so typical uh, in TV and movies. So the idea is to consciously view media so that you're aware all the time how it's affecting you, and you're not entranced by it. You're not just taken in by it and going for the ride. And uh, quite often, uh, Dr. Nancy, what I'll suggest to people is that they uh, become the observer behind the thinker, and perhaps if their life's a series of mini-movies, then to begin to maybe sit in the front row of that theater and observe observe what's going on, and and they can have a choice whether to be a participant in it or not. And uh, Sasha has uh, some thoughts for you. Yeah, Jim and I were actually just talking, like he said, we deal with dialectical behavioral therapy, and in some of our sessions we talked about incorporating maybe some film-based stimuli like working with people, helping them establish interpersonal relationships and skills related to developing interpersonal relationships by watching interactions on media and critiquing them and analyzing them and seeing how they could apply what they learn to their own lives. Have you ever experienced anything like that or have any tips for us? Well, that's really what Get Real is. <laughs> Get Real is a look at all kinds of television shows and movies and what the messages are in those and good examples as well as bad. So uh, the power, and actually my doctoral dissertation was on using video to teach uh, children, using TV to teach children. So you're right, uh, touching uh, my heart with that question. And the truth is, of course, that uh, TV teaches us. TV is the third most influential teacher and movies and media in our lives. Our parents are the first, our teachers are the second in most cases, and now media is, is the third most inf influential teacher. So if you can use that positively, which is exactly uh, what I do for my research, if you can use it positively and find out, hey, are there some good role models? Are there some bad role models that we can use clips of to really demonstrate to people uh, what is healthy, conscious viewing, conscious living, conscious socializing, and what is just not? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sasha. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, much of my much of my background and my thought come from the twelve step recovery world, and in there we suggest that it's sometimes it's difficult to think your way into acting right or acting into different behaviors. However, we we can act our way into into thinking right. And how many people do you find, uh, Dr. Nancy, live uh, vicariously through media? 
Well, to some extent, I think we all at times live vicariously through media, uh, even if it's just for that moment, even if it's just very briefly. Uh, we have that experience of being taken in because that's what the job of media is, and they do it well. So if you're watching a commercial, it affects our self-esteem, it affects how we spend money, it affects who we think we are and who we think we ought to be. Even a 60-second or 30-second commercial can have that much impact on you, and you get drawn in because of the skill of the producer. Uh, you get drawn into the crime show that's really kind of upsetting you, but you can't wait to see the end of it. So the power of the media is about drawing you in and making you a part of the family of characters on that show. And so I think uh, anytime we watch media, even if, if it's at the movies, you know, you don't come home and you don't say, well, the, the character that played Claire in that movie, you say, well, Claire, Claire was really confused by, by uh, that dilemma that she had in the movie. We, we identify with them and, and they're very real to us. So we are all taken in at some time. And it's the job of good media to take us in and entertain us. Uh, we just have to live consciously enough to know when it's good for us. And that's, uh, there's, there's, there's the key right there. And what we, what we attempt to do with uh, individuals, Dr. Nancy, is to have them begin to operate through, through a wise mind perspective of the world. And quite often, sometimes I'll deal with, and we deal with people, I'm sure that you've dealt with more than us, is people who live in Walter Mittyesque fantasies in their life. Yes, and I, I'm going to say that if you haven't seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, that you should. <laughs> it is actually a wonderful movie. Um, and there are some wonderful movies that I highly recommend, uh, in which the media takes us through understanding who we really Dating Mr. Banks is another current movie that is very powerful in that in that way. Uh, but when the characters on the screen, or even in literature, I mean, some people read and they become immersed. When the characters on the screen are more real than the characters in your life, you know that you're in trouble. And really look at the signs that you're not living a real life. If you're living consciously or mindfully, as you say, Jim, I think that's just so so wonderful, and I'm happy that, that that's the goal over at Seclair. But if you're doing that, you know when you need to turn off your media. You're aware, and you know when you're being taken in, but you also know when it's okay to be taken in, when it's just entertainment. And uh, you can view consciously enough to know what's good for you. Have you dealt, Dr. Nancy, with many people that through the impact of media has they've developed an, uh, a negative impact, a negative uh, view of their own self-worth in their own life when we get people telling us how we should be and if you don't uh, follow this or wear this or use this that, that, you're, that you are less than. Uh, so tell me, tell me about your dealings with those types of individuals. Absolutely, positively. The media sets up a perfect example that we should follow. And they tell us what we should want, what we should think, what we should buy, how we should spend. Uh, and it's, a, it's very powerful because we get it's very subliminal. Good advertising is subliminal. It makes you want to buy the product. They're doing what they're meant to be doing, but uh, we're taken in. And it affects our self-esteem tremendously, particularly uh, women. And there have been uh, some commercials that have actually exposed the entire advertising technique and show you what they're doing as they're doing it. They're actually exercises in conscious living. So it's not, it's not always a 
bad, but self-esteem is, is highly influenced and goals and belief systems are highly influenced because, for example, we're not told, well, you know, we're not asked by TV, would you like to exercise? Would you like to get in better shape? We're told you too can have rock hard abs. Just <laughs> and it's, it's what they've already done is they've assumed that you want those. And they're telling you, you want this. Now here's how, here's how you can get it. They, it's very subliminal. But well, if I don't have rock hard abs, or I don't want rock hard abs, there must be something wrong with me. I must I must buy this product to figure out what's wrong with me, because you too can have rock hard abs. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I know that that wasn't directed at me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Nancy. <laughs> We'd certainly love to have you uh, come and visit us at Seclair. Oh yeah! Uh, if, if you'd like to contact us, we'd love to. Uh, we'd love to have you out here and uh, give your presentation and some of your thoughts. Give you uh, some of ours. Could, could, so could you let uh, could you let our audience know how to reach you? Um, I am at uh, realconsciousliving.com is my website, and Dr. Nancy at realconsciousliving.com uh, will get you to me if you uh, would like to talk, would like to know more about this topic, or more about Get Real, or even have a, a lecture for your group or organization. Uh, you can find me there. Well, we certainly we certainly love to have you, and we uh, we thank you so much uh, for joining us today. I'm and, grateful to be here. Grateful oh, to be yes. invited. It, and it, it has it has been one of those days that has been better than others, Doctor Nancy. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm going to ask uh, Sasha to sign us off. All right. So to continue the conversation, please like us on Facebook, plus us on Google Plus, or follow us on Twitter under Seclair Life, and keep an eye on any of these for our next live recording. Mondays around noon to ask your own questions. You can also find this and other Grand Rounds on youtube.com slash video and find audio versions on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreacher, and iHeartRadio. And please visit www.seclair.com for more info about us and other articles on our great blog. And as always, we'll leave you with uh, our standard prescription of fruits, nuts, and vegetables perhaps unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a real mindful fishing experience, fish without bait. Until the next time, please be good to yourself. <laughs>